It is a beard. 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 A fine, full, dignified beard. I see you asking about the Saw movies. No, Chuck will not be going to see Jigsaw, and here's why. This is the fucking 42nd Saw movie. It's from my count. I'm probably exaggerating, but probably not by that much. I swore that the last one was going to be fucking Marky Mark's Wahlberg uh, brother Donnie kicking a dead horse for two fucking hours because I don't know how you can make any of that shit fresh. They've speaking of plot twists, they've pulled every fucking plot twist ever in those movies. And any plot twist they didn't pull, Seven did. Seven straight up is like one of the best horror movies of all time. Let's not argue. Let's ignore the fact that at the time, it starred three, four huge Hollywood stars, which is not like a genre movie at all. It's very rare that in a genre movie of the horror variety, you get any number of like huge A-list actors. But in seven, you had four in leading roles. You had Morgan Freeman, you had Brad Pitt, you had Gwyneth Paltrow, and you had Kevin Spacey. Strictly on the fact that you got a horror movie with those four people in it that is as gory, as suspenseful, and ends as fucking badly as Seven does, no one in Seven has a happy ending. That There is no, like, I love movies like that. One of the biggest fucking things that a movie can do to stick in my brain, or a TV show for that matter, is end realistically bad, okay? Don't give me two hours of a dude being on the verge to death, uh, you know, and then, you know, trying to make it realistic, mind you. A dude's on the verge of death, and then, ah, oh, he wins still and survives. That's not realistic. If you're trying to make it realistic, real, make it realistic. Seven made itself realistic by the grittiness of it, the darkness of it, the, the background audio fucking mix in that movie is insanity because of the fucking city aspects and the constant background noise and people chattering and the background conversations. Everything about that movie is fucking terrifying. Everything about that movie is terrifying. And then it ends, and there isn't one person who gets their happy ending, with the exception of perhaps Kevin Spacey, since he did get what he wanted. Fucking dope-ass movie. Seven gets a 10. That was back when Brad Pitt was still good. That was like the Fight Club days. Fight Club, Seven... Like, shit. Now he sucks. What was the last good thing he was in? World War Z was okay. Hostile. Static beats. Hostile oversaw. Definitely. Just because they cut that dude's fucking Achilles tendon. And the shit rolled up his leg. This is a good fucking conversation about horror movies. I, I love me some horror movies. Yeah, hostile, hostile oversaw all day. Like, I liked Saw. The original when it came out was great, okay? And those guys have done some good movies since. 
There's a movie called Cooties that I'm I'm all right with. That's also about a six or a seven um, as far as horror movies go. But it's got like the dude Dwight from The Office in it. It's got the guy who played Frodo Baggins. Fucking what's his name? The little kid looking ass motherfucker. He's in it. And it's about kids eating tainted chicken nuggets and becoming zombies. It's fucking great. Super fucking funny. And it ends with like these little kids getting burned alive. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But that one had huge plot holes in it too. Siznak, what do you know about street trash? Street trash, hobo with a shotgun. Come on, these are, I can't even rate those movies. Shit like that. Like, you can't even rate those movies. Fucking uh, Cannibal Holocaust. You expect me to rate Cannibal Holocaust? You can't rate a movie like Cannibal Holocaust. You can't rate it. It's on YouTube. You can catch it. I can't even, like, that movie, you can't rate it. It came out in a different time. Like, if they remade that movie, essentially, with The Green Inferno. If you watch Eli Roth's film, The Green Inferno, it's essentially an updated version of Cannibal Holocaust. But Cannibal Holocaust was just grimy and gross. And there, like, it was cut bad. It was edited terribly. It was shot terribly. And then they really raped that chick. Like, from what I heard, like, they really raped, like, a native in that movie. And they killed a bunch of real animals in that movie. But mind you, it was, like, the 60s. Was Green... Well, I mean, Cannibal Holocaust was kind of boring, too. But Green Inferno was all right. Like, yeah, certain stuff I won't even bother, like, trying to rate. Um, Subspecies. Has anybody seen subspecies? Because movies like that are movies that I grew up on. Uh, I grew up in the days when my parents would bring me to Blockbuster Video and Pop Dukes would go in the back room behind the little fucking curtain joint there to get his movie. And then he would just let me pick whatever movie I wanted. So I got into horror movies really early. Shit like Night of the Creeps, um, All the Living Deads, Fucking basket case is one of my fucking favorites about the guy who had the big bulbous Siamese twin that looked like Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And they they removed them and the Krang one survived too. And the dude kept him in like a wicker basket and the thing would attack people. Shit, fam. Damn. Creep show. That's another good one. Horror King 13. Creep show. Tales from the Dark Side. Tales from the Dark Side, the movie with Deborah Harry cooking the kid or getting ready to cook the kid. Fantastic. Monkey Shines, another good one, Sisnak. Monkey Shines, this fucking telekinetic monkey burns down the cabin. This dude's wife's cheating him in, on him in. It's fantastic. Burns some people alive. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, I'm seeing tons of, like, titles I recognize in this motherfucker. Cabin Fever was all right. Um, I like the whole... I like the angle on movies when it's like something's been happening the whole movie and there's no explanation for it. And then at the end of the movie, they pan out and it's like there's a sign or something that's that kind of gives you an overall general explanation of what's going on. Um, I'm thinking it was Creep Show and it was probably Creep Show 2. There was a scene or a vignette in that movie 
about some people in a lake, some teenagers in a lake, and they swim out to this pontoon thing, and there's like a blob in the fucking lake, essentially, and it starts eating them like one at a time, and they're stuck on this pontoon. And then the kid swims fast as shit into the shore, and he's standing on the shore yelling at the fucking blob, and then all of a sudden it becomes a fucking... It becomes like a wave and eats that motherfucker. And then all the camera does is pan back and there's a sign that says no swimming. Like that's a fairly simple explanation, but at least it's an explanation. Yeah, it's stuff like Children of the Corn. Those movies don't hold some of those movies don't hold up. Children of the Corn definitely doesn't hold up. Um Mouth of Madness holds up. Nightbreed does not hold up, but it's still a good movie. The original Hellraiser doesn't hold up either, just because of the way it was shot. Yeah, Creepshow 2 was that, and it was the Indian. The the cigar, the wooden cigar Indian came back to life and cut that dude's head off or cut his scalp off. Shit, you guys keep bringing up Stephen King movies, too. And we could have an entire two-hour fucking show with me and Justin talking about Stephen King movies. We can def do that coming in the future. The Hitcher was a good movie. Uh, Cujo was all... I didn't... Uh, Cujo was all right, but... Let's see. Friday the 13th. Speaking of which, Jordan, I got to enjoy the Twisted Show with Kane Hodder, which was a... A bucket list thing I didn't know I had until it happened kind of situation. Let's see. Let's see. That is Justin. You need to change your name, fam. I keep telling you that. I see your picture of you with Sid Haig thinking you're hot shit. I know you like your horror. We should definitely do fucking an hour or more on fucking <coughs> Stephen King movies. Just the movies. Puppet Master's another one that are fantastic. Then they're legendary, and it's hard to rate those things. Shit. Cameron, even Will Smith's done a decent horror movie. Fucking I Am Legend is pretty good. I got to be honest. I Am Legend was not too bad. Hmm. Best zombie movie of all time? Uh... I like Day of the Dead because I like the idea of the evolving zombie. Because if you can get over the fact that zombies would more or less starve to death. Now, let's say zombies didn't. Let's say zombies didn't starve to death. They would sooner or later. You would have to think they would evolve. And Day of the Dead and then later on Land of the Dead which was about a city and it had John Leguizamo in it, which is a fucking fantastic zombie movie too. I like the remake of uh, fucking Day of, the, of Dawn of the Dead that was in the mall. I like that. The remake with Ving Rhames. I dig that shit. World War Z wasn't bad, but the book was so much better. They should have just did it and not tried to tie the stories together. Just did the, the book because the book was amazing. Ooh, Crispy Rambo, that's a good one. Phantasm, the tall man. The tall man in the silver balls. 
Phantasm's dope, but that story kind of spun out of control. I don't like it when you have a good you have a good movie, and then they're like, okay, we're gonna do more, and as we go along, we're gonna explain the story and we're gonna explain whatever back shit you need to know to really really enjoy this, and then they fuck it up. They fucked up. They fucked up Michael Myers bad. They with the runes. And the bloodline curse and all this other shit, they fucked that up bad. So I'm glad they're going back and redoing those fucking Halloween movies. But there have been movies other than that where they tried to add more of an explanation. Um, There's a movie called Bad Dreams, which is wholly under fucking rated. And it stars one of the chicks from Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Warriors. And she was in a cult when she was super young. And the cult made everybody drink gasoline and like poured on themselves and set themselves on fire. And she somehow survived and got away. And the rest of the cult fucking died. But she's like, she comes out of a coma after like 15 years or something. And then she starts seeing the dude who's the cult leader and people start dying. It's a fucking good movie. It's on some like almost Serpent in the Rainbow type shit. If you don't know about Serpent in the Rainbow either, man, Serpent in the Rainbow with uh, Bill Pullman, I think is who it is. Or yeah, Bill Pullman, maybe, if that's his fucking name. It's the guy, the president from Independence Day when he was super young. Dude goes to fucking Haiti where they really do fucking voodoo because he works for a pharmaceutical company and they want to, they want to get the voodoo zombie powder to make it into like medicine for people to keep them alive. And this dude gets fucking turned into a zombie and buried alive and shit. Clive Barker did Serpent in the Rainbow. Clive Barker's a motherfucker who thought up Pinhead. He thought up Nightbreed. That dude's a sick fuck. Like shit. Yeah, I really love Serpent in the Rainbow. That movie will fuck your shit up. That was always like a late night. Even edited that movie. That movie's not even gory. It's just fucking intense. It's just intense. Scared shit of me. Lord of Illusions was all right. I think that was another Clive Barker one too. Yeah, the ba- basket the basket case sequels, Crispy Rambo did get out of hand. Um I think the last basket case movie, I don't know if it was the last one, but it was the last one I remember watching was the kid and the basket guy fucking were in like a home. They were in like a halfway house. And the halfway house was filled with people who had like a monster growing out of them, like your boy, the, the guy we've been following. And he ends up getting with some chick. And when they finally go to fuck, she undoes her shirt and she's got like cuts in her stomach. And like a pterodactyl comes out that motherfucker. And she's like, oh, he's not ready to come out yet. And at the same time, this fucking the, the basket guy met like a basket chick. And they're like the same type of fucking brain crank creature. 
And the dude has such a mental break from this chick having a pterodactyl come out of her stomach while they're getting ready to fuck that he ends up trying to sew his boy back on with like a fucking uh, knitting needle and fucking yarn. It was fucked up, man. If you've seen that movie, I want to see some flame emojis in the chat because I might have just hallucinated that whole thing, but I'm pretty sure that was essentially the fucking plot line for the last basket case movie that I remember seeing. The cell was garbage. The cell was mainstream crap. It was mainstream avant-garde dressed up as horror when it really wasn't. It wasn't horror. You're crazy. <clears throat> but Bad Dreams was dope. I see somebody else co-signing that. Shouts to you if you've seen Bad Dreams. Uh, I don't think I've heard. No, I haven't heard of that movie, Jake. I've never heard of Madhouse. Dude, that's the other thing. If you go back and watch certain movies from a certain time period, most of that shit's racist as fuck. Like super racist and super sexist and super everything that you're not supposed to be today. I'm surprised you can even, you know, see these flicks in their, you know, standard forms. I'm sure some of them have been fucking changed or taken down completely. <clears throat> 